Excel Youth, I said, hey, yo! You thought I was just going to be chill? No. Psych. Got it. Um, can we get into it? How many of you enjoyed the math series that we finished up in October? I, I loved it. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I was so thankful for Pastor Alexis for closing out the series last week. It was great. How many of you now kind of understand what to do when you get a mask? You got to take it off. Throw it away. And a lot of us struggle with being told who we should be in this world and why we should be it. And the series masks really helped us figure out that our identity isn't found in anything else other than the true identity of Jesus. And we found out that Jesus is the what? The? Come on, say it louder. The what? The Messiah, Messiah, which means the Savior, the Chosen One, the Anointed One. He is the person that we've been waiting for. He saved us. He's redeemed us. And so we're thankful for that. If you got a real Bible, go ahead, throw it up in the air like you just do care. Yeah, I like, oh, man, so many. I love it. If you got your phone, here's what I'm going to say. Boo. (laughs) If you got your phone, let's try our hardest. That when a notification pops up, you say, I'm going to focus. I want to receive all that God has for me in the next few minutes. And so the notifications can wait. Say, it can wait. Turn to your neighbor and say, it can wait. It really can. Be real already happened today. So, you know what I'm saying? It can wait. If you got your Bible, go ahead. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. If you don't know where 2 Corinthians is, it is in the New Testament. It is in the back end of your Bible. It's what I call season two of the Bible. It's in season two. It's a few episodes in. A few episodes in. Second Corinthians, Acts, Romans. Once you get those, just keep going. You're so close. When you got it, say, uh-huh. All right, then you got it. If you're ready to read it, say, oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah, I see people still turning. If you don't have a Bible and the person next to you doesn't have a Bible, go ahead and read off of their Bible. You have my permission to read over their shoulder. But before we do that, we need to stand. So go ahead, stand to your feet one more time. Everybody except for Jackie. (laughs) Everyone except for Jackie. And listen, if you're hurt, don't be getting up. Just chill. You're fine. All right. If you're ready to read it, say, you're. All right. Let me get mine up. 2 Corinthians 9, 7, 9, 7, chapter 9, verse 7, chapter 9, verse 7, chapter, you're going to see it on the screen, so if you don't have a Bible, and the person next to you, their breath stank, you can read this one, all right, here we go, and it says this, I got mine here, I'm going to read it on the screen with you, each one, say each one, say each one, must give as he has decided in his heart. Not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful what? Giver. Lord, this is your word. And so speak to us tonight as we start this quick series. Lord, this is your word, not mine. And so you preach tonight. Let your Holy Spirit uh, intervene and say what uh, you want to say tonight, Lord. And I pray that every student, every leader, he would receive all that you have for them tonight in the next few moments we share. In Jesus' name, everyone say it. 
Go ahead and sit down. Um, the title of this series is is it's cringy to me because I'm I'm 30 and I don't I don't necessarily desire to talk like this, although it is fun. I was in a meeting with our experienced coordinator. Shout out to Val, wherever Val Val's doing coordinator stuff. Yeah. And I wanted to do a specific series. And one thing that Val and a lot of her family and crew uh, and a lot of you, I hear this phrase a lot. And I've tried to understand it. And I think I've got it. But the title of this series is called It's Giving. <laughs> it's, it's giving. It's giving pastors trying. <laughs> it's giving. It's giving. How many of you say is giving a lot throughout the day. Like if a teacher's like being crazy, it's giving, it's giving relax, you're not my mom, right? <laughs> like, right, right? You got that one couple at school that's like super clingy and you're like, it's giving codependent, right? It's like, <laughs> it's giving psychos, right? I don't know, I don't know. So, so Val and I were talking and I was like, I want to do a series on generosity uh, like, because it's Thanksgiving. She's like, yeah, it's like, it's giving. And I'm like, it is giving. It is giving. So it's giving. That's the name of the series. It's about generosity. Now, when we hear the word generosity, what do we normally think of? Money, right? I think there's way more to you as a student body uh, than just money. When I see everyone in this room, I see a collective group of creatives, I don't see necessarily consumers anymore. I see publishers. I see students that create. I see students that have ideas. And I see students that are generous, generous of their time, generous of their resources, generous of themselves. I asked myself this question. I wonder what it would look like if everyone, not just in Excel, but in the church in general, what would it look like if everyone gave of themselves generously? What if they lived a life of generosity? Now, the money part is easy. Like, we just raised over $32,000 for Speed Delight. So, like, this is not, I'm, I'm not going to gouge your pockets tonight. So, you can relax. You're like, but I, I need to take the bus. I, keep your bus money, okay? Keep your bus money. Real Christians would walk. I'm just playing. That's not true. So, what's the point? Say, what's the point? Here's the point of this series in the next few weeks that we share. It's to encourage you, the student, to live on mission through generosity. All right? So we just read 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Throw that verse up one more time. It says, each one must give as he or she has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful, a cheerful giver. Tonight, we're going to break this verse down. Say, break it down. Y'all know how I like to do it. I'm just going to break it down. And so kind of like what we did in, in our Summer in the Psalms series, we are going to go word for word. This is a very quick verse. So we're going to get into it and figure out what exactly God wants to say here. In the first opening line, we see... Two words. It says, each one. Each one. Here's what it's saying. Each of us, every one of us, 
has to give. Not just has to give. When we hear has to give, we're like, dang, who's forcing me to give? No, what I mean is you have something to give. You have something to offer. You have something to give. And I believe this. Each of us has something special about us that God wants to use. You're like, use sounds like a manipulative word. You're like, I don't want anyone to use me. Nobody uses me. I buy my own Starbucks, right? It's giving Beyonce, right? Like, you're going to hear a lot of those. Don't laugh if it's not funny, right? Like, a lot of us, a lot of us think I'm just me. Like, there's nothing super duper special about me. I'm kind of just like vanilla. I'm kind of just hanging out. I'm kind of just alive. And I would say that you're wrong. That there's something special about you because there's only one of you. There's only one of you. And that to me, like, that's collectible status right there. That's like top shelf stuff. That's like, that's like, a masterpiece work of art that there's only one of a kind. Like, that to me is valuable. And because there's only one of you, that means you are valuable. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what they think about you. I'll fight them. It is what it is. You are valuable, and you have something to give, and you have something to offer, and God has placed that in you for a reason. You have a gift. And a lot of us, when we hear the word gift, we think of big things like, well, I wouldn't say big, but we think of things that are noticeable, like, like, like the worship team. Like, they have a gift. Like, Dada has a gift of leading and singing worship. She does a great job. That's an obvious gift. Or David on the drums, or anyone up here, or Pastor Izzy, right? Or whatever, right? He can talk on a mic without sweating and passing out and being nervous, right? Like, but I think a lot of you have gifts that God wants to use. I think of Brenda Lee. Hi, Brenda Lee. She's like, stop talking about me. Brenda Lee painted and drew art for our Speed Delight Market. And I, ab- I absolutely, lo- and she raised money. It's giving Picasso, right? <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? It's giving what? It's giving creative. And, and I have that in my office. I bought a frame because I thought it looked really cool. And it's sitting in my office right now. You're like, you may not be a singer, but you can doodle and you can draw. And let me tell you, I'll buy it and put it in my office, right? Maybe you're not a jar. Maybe you like to take photos. I also have a photo that Gio took in my office framed and I bought for, to support missions. And it's in my office. And God uses his photography. God used Brenda Lee's art. Like maybe you're a dancer, right? I am not. You don't want to see this. I barely danced at my wedding. I was like, she's going to leave me if she actually sees these moves. I can mosh really good. I can destroy a room, but I cannot dance. Don't ask me to dance. I cannot dance. But some of you can, and God wants to use that. I love that at our Growing Pain series at Spring Breakaway last year, we, uh, we had a fine arts team that did a human video. And you're like, I can't dance, but if you tell me where to stand and what to look like for a song, I'll do it. Right? And some of you that were in, who was in our, our human video that was here? Yeah! It was amazing. I cried every time. I came before, like, I, I, got, a, I got a little sneak peek before they were done, like halfway done. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. And it wasn't even fully finished. God wants to use that. You're like, I, I can't dance. I can't do anything. I like to read. I'm like, great. 
Then you know what you could be? You could be someone that can read over our Excel Plus notes, our Excel Plus guide, or maybe you like to write. Do I have any writers in here? Hey, if you are a writer, there's no reason why some of you can't be making the content that the rest of us get to enjoy. So what I'm saying is God wants to use you. So when it says each one, it means you. It's like, it's not saying each one of you should give, but the most talented person, that's what we're talking about. No, we're not talking about the most talented person. We're not talking about the most popular person. We're not talking about the most gifted person. You are the gifted person. You are the gifted person. And there's some of you, God wants to unlock that talent in you and those giftings in you. But I think, this isn't in my notes, but I feel this. I think you need to surrender those giftings to God. I think instead of rapping about whatever stuff you want to rap about, maybe you should rap about something that's actually going to save and give someone life. I don't know. That's just a good idea to me. Like, you, you want to be this or that, and it's just going to cause death and trouble. But you could be rapping about life and not death. I mean, that's just me. You're like, I, I like to write songs. Why, why can't we sing our own songs here? Why can't we? Why can't, if you are a rapper, why not on a Thursday night, instead of doing three worship songs, the first song, instead of doing a game, we have you open up the service with a few bars. Like, why not? Why not have you perform? Why not? Why do we have to leave fun? This isn't in my notes. But why do we have to leave creativity and fine arts to the world? Like, why do they get to be the pioneers in this? Why can't the church be pioneers? I'm just saying, I think God wants to use you in a specific way. But just like it says, it says each one must give. Must give. And y'all know I love words like this in the Bible. Because a lot of people think there's a lot of gray area in the Bible. When I'm like, there's really not. It's, it's very clear. Each one must give. If you haven't noticed, like, I love these I love these parts. Like, so, um, when, when I see must give, again, this isn't to manipulate you. This is saying it's not if you're giving, it's what you are giving to. Because you are giving. It's giving you. You're giving, right? <laughs> you. You're the one giving, right? It's giving you. The joke never gets old. It's giving you. You're giving and so if, if, if you're not giving to the Lord, if you're not giving to the church, yourself to the church, like, God, you can have my life. Like, if you want me to use my photography skills, like, for the church, then I'll do it. Like, if you're not giving to the church, you're giving to something. And some of you are giving to someone that's completely, listen to me, completely unworthy of your gifts. You mean to tell me you're going to let some average Joe take ownership of a one-of-a-kind gift that's you? That's crazy. That's nuts. Man, you want to know who deserves it? Man, it's Jesus. He deserves it. He deserves you. Well, he saved you. Not to manipulate you, but to show you that you are loved and cared for and specifically designed. I got to keep going. Say, keep going. So what's this part of the verse giving? It's giving all in this together. It's giving all in this together. Because each one of us have to do that. Yeah, it's, it's giving Wildcats. It's giving Troy. Right? It's, it's giving musical. Y'all know I love musicals. 
But it's giving all in this together because it's not just Pastor Izzy. That's Excel. I'm probably the last on that list. It's every single one of us. So each one of us has a gift. Each one of us is made special and specific, and God wants to use that. And so the next part of this verse, it says this, as he has decided in his heart. So, so what does giving even really mean? And like, what does that look practically? And I think a lot of us get caught up with this. Uh, when it says, as he has decided in his heart, it means that giving is more of a heart thing than a head thing. Why? Because serving God with our gifts and time and energy sometimes doesn't make sense. You're like, Pastor Izzy, I got school. I've got relationships. I've got uh, extracurricular activities. I'm in a sport. I'm in a club. I'm the president of this. I'm the treasurer of that. Whatever it is, serving, like coming to Excel on a Thursday early to like serve, it just doesn't make sense to me. I got a lot going on. Like we all live busy lies at some point. And sometimes serving youth and sometimes serving God um, doesn't make sense, but that's because it's a heart thing, not a head thing. Because your mind will say, dude, you've got a lot going on. And your heart, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, will say, this is the one thing that matters. This is the one thing that doesn't drain you. It re-energizes you. The sports drain you, right? That's why there's something called recovery. You've got to recover. Right? The stretching, the icing, right? The rolling of the of the of the the foam pad, right? Like there's recovery. But something about serving the Lord, it doesn't drain us, it it gives us energy. It moves us into a place for God to speak to us and use us. I believe that it will enrich your life. It will make your life better. My life sucks right now. Uh, first of all, do your homework. All right, so that'll just clear up a lot of things. All right, uh, second, start serving. I, you start serving the church and you start getting plugged in, like, and it's not just to make my job or anyone's job easy. It's to make your life better, because God wants to use you, wants to bless you, and you can't leave it up to someone else. God wants to use specifically you, and so every week on Sunday we have something called what? Say it again. Growth Track is designed to get you to better your life and better the church by serving God's house, by serving the Lord with your giftings and with your talents. God wants to use you. And so what is this line giving? It's giving CEO. Why do I say that? Because CEOs make decisions. CEOs decide. Someone doesn't become a CEO by just waiting on, on things to happen. No, they make decisions. Not just make decisions, but they take a risk. For some of you, using your gift might mean you take a risk and, like, show, like, hey, like, here's one thing. I got some guys in here that, like, really like to look tough and whatever, man, I'm a baller. But I bet you some of them can sing. And they won't sing because they're afraid, right, that it might ruin whatever kind of rep. I just feel it on this side of the room. I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. I don't know what it is. You know, it's giving the voice, right? I just need to hear, right? I just need to hear. I will hit the buzzer for you, right? But a lot of you, like, I don't want to risk my reputation to expose my gift. And, like, I think you rob yourself of God, like, using you in a powerful way. In a powerful way. 
And so be a CEO. Make the decision. It says it. You have to decide as, as what he has decided in his heart to give, right? So it's giving CEO. Then this next part says not reluctantly or under compulsion. So my job isn't to like manipulate you. I use that word a lot up here. Uh, one, because I, I don't, because I'm so animated and I have a theater background, it's easy for people to think that like I just know what to say to get people to start crying. Right? That's not me, right? Pastor Joey is really good at getting people to cry. Like, if you've not cried for a solid year, just go and say hi to him, and he'll just, like, give you a hug, and you'll immediately start bursting into tears. It's just how he is. I'm just not like that. I'm not, I'm not built like that. I'm literally not built like that, right? Um, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's giving... I'm sorry. Um, God wants to use that gift. So I'm not here to manipulate you or trick you into serving. Like, I'm not here to trick you into being a slave. Because what that really means is, like, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Right? How would that make you feel if somebody came up to you and was like, I heard it was your birthday. My mom told me I had to get you something, so here. I'm like, ooh, you better get that gift card away from me, right? It's always a gift card. A, when you're older, you appreciate the gift cards. But none of us want that, right? None of us want, hey, my mom told me to make this reason here. As opposed to, hey I, re- hey, I thought about you the other day, and I just knew that you would love this, so, like, I was super excited, right? So here you go. One, ta- one time, Sal showed up at my house and got Dottie a Squishmallow, and now she won't let it go, and she gets mad when I use it. But it was amazing. He didn't feel like he had to do it. He just did it, and it was awesome, and it blessed me, and it probably blessed him. And so uh, we don't just give so that we get, right? We don't do that either. But I believe that God blesses us when we give. And we don't bless to receive blessing. We bless because it's a blessing. And then in return, that person's going to be a blessing. It's this wheel of blessings on blessings on blessings. We give to bless. And in response to it, God, God gives. But he doesn't want us to give in this bad attitude. I want to read you a quote real quick that says this. You're not going to see it on the screen. It says this. So we're talking about this verse, and really Paul, the Apostle Paul, one of the disciples, is writing this letter to the church in Corinth, to the Corinthians. And in the beginning of this chapter, in chapter 9, he's like, listen, I don't have to really, like, beat the hammer down on this because y'all really know how to give, but let me just remind you of certain things. And the reason why he's saying, hey, Give cheerfully, not begrudgingly, or some of these other words, is because in the temple where Jews would go to worship, there were two chests for alms, right? To, to, to give an offering bucket like we have here. One of them was out of necessity. It was necessary. What that means is it was required by the law. This is the amount that you give. While the other chest was for free will offerings. It's whatever people had it in their hearts to give. And so to um, escape kind of people looking at them a certain way, somewhat grudgingly or feel like they have to, they would give out of necessity because they were obligated to give. They did it. Others who gave cheerfully found themselves giving in the other basket or in the other box because of what? One reason, for the love of their God and through the pity of the poor because that money would go to support people. So of the first, nothing is said. It's just 
the law required them to give. But of the second, much is said because God loves them. God loves them. And so it leads me to my last, uh, well, my last, so what's it, giving? I text my second to last one. So if we have to give, if we feel like we have to give based on a law or based on whatever, do you know what it gives? It's giving communism, right? Like, this is giving, everyone has to give the same thing and live the same way and, like, be under this hammer rule. And I'm like, that's just, that's just not good, right? Like, we don't want to live that way. We don't want to live under an iron fist. We don't want to live, and like, God God doesn't want us to live that way. God doesn't want us to have to think that way about giving, about living a generous life. And so here's the last part as we end tonight. As we end tonight. It says, for God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. God wants us to give cheerfully. Say cheerfully. Now say cheerfully like you're cheering. Like, cheerfully. All right. For some reason, everyone's voice goes to a higher octave. It's crazy. The ancient Greek word, check this out. Pastor Vocab hooked me up, but he didn't text me. The ancient Greek word for cheerful is hilarios, used only here in the New Testament. It is the root word for our English word hilarious. Whoa, 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 whoa. So this word cheerful is translated in Greek to the root word of hilarious. So God wants us to give happily because that is how he gives himself. He himself gives happily. God is the ultimate cheerful giver. He delights to give to us. It's not difficult, right, for God to do it because he never runs out. He is the most cheerful giver. It's one of his main characteristics. And so instead of giving, instead of giving like you have to, but giving cheerfully, I thought of two of my favorite characters of Sesame Street. So what is cheerful giving give? It's giving, it's giving Elmo over Oscar, all right? God wants the Elmo giver, the super loud, kind of obnoxious, super high voice, junior high, you know, just like give Give like Elmo. Everyone loves Elmo. If you don't love Elmo, then, then something's wrong with you, all right? But then you've got Oscar, who's like this grouch that lives in a trash can. Like, no one wants to be around this guy. No one wants to receive from that guy. But if Elmo comes up to you and gives you something, you're going to take that. Because mostly, and most of the time, he's going to be cheerful about it. And so, let me, let me wrap this up. So in this series that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about giving a lot of things. But not just money, but really, this next slide, go ahead, go to it. I want you guys to understand this. I want you to get to a place where you give of yourself like Jesus. So how do we bring this all back to Jesus? Jesus spent his whole life, his whole life for people. Three years specifically, he spent dedicated to not even have a house. Jesus Spent three years traveling his known world for people to give of himself, to give money to the poor, to bless and heal people. And if you and I are going to be Christians, which means little Christ, then you and I must live like Christ. And if you and I live like Christ, it means we give generously of ourselves. That might, that might be 
seeing your sibling having a hard day and asking them what's going on and then giving them the time. That's what it looks like to give of yourself. Or your mom or your dad. How often do you come home after school and go straight to your room or go straight to your game or go straight to your computer or straight to someone else's house? I'm like, give of yourself. Jesus spent three years dedicated specifically to people. And, and look what he did. The world is better for it. I believe this, that your world, the world that you live in, will be better for you giving of yourself. I think, I think people will notice you more and more and, and be blessed by how you give of yourself. So here's a few questions that tomorrow for your XL Plus groups, you guys are going to talk about. Because I want you to discuss this. What are you giving? What are you giving in your life? What do you give? What do you give to people? Why are you giving? Why do you give your time, your energy? Why are you not giving? Why are you not spending time here at the church? Why are you not serving? Why are you not doing certain things? Oh, how about this? What is keeping you from giving? What is keeping you from giving? All those questions we're going to answer, whether it's in our XL Plus group or whether it's here tonight or in other nights as we spend time in God's presence. But I truly believe when you and I live a life of generosity, we ultimately live a life on mission. God wants to bless you. If you, if you get anything out of tonight, I want you to hear this. You have been specifically designed and you have something to give. Say, I have Something to give. You do. You have something to give. God wants to use that. And so when you go into your XL Plus groups tomorrow, be thinking, what could I do in our youth ministry that would be fun? What do I like to do that could be used? There's no reason why we can't do way more fun things and be way more creative. Our youth group don't have to look like anybody else's youth ministry. Our youth ministry can look exactly how we want it. If that means one of our students raps on a Thursday night, then he raps. It is what it is. If I do a slideshow of your drawings for the week, then let's do it. But God will bless you and we'll be blessed for it. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's giving unity. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. And, and this might not be one of those words where we respond with tears and our faces on the ground. But what it is, is it's challenging you, you say we're special, and the world says we're average. And so who do we listen to? Uh, we listen to you because uh, you're not a liar. And you want to build your church. You want to build our lives, and you like to use people to do that. You like to give us the opportunity to be a benefit to someone else's life. So help us live like Jesus. Help us live the way Jesus lived, and that was a life of generosity of our money, of our time, of our encouragement, of our words. Some people might not dance or sing or write, but they know how to encourage people. Or some people, their gift is just listening, Lord. You want to use all of these giftings with all of these creative minds in this room, a room of content creators. You want to use them to bless people, to be blessed themselves. And so, Lord, um, we're so thankful that as we go through this month of Thanksgiving, that it's you that gave first. And we're honored 
And we appreciate that you thought of us, Lord. And so help us be more generous, Lord, with our lives to people. In Jesus' name. And everyone says, amen, amen, amen. Can you give the Lord a hand clap right now? Awesome. One last thing. I really encourage you, two things. I really encourage you to come on out to XL+. Plus. Um, it's just a great time for you guys to take this, make it smaller, and give you a voice. A lot of you have ideas. A lot of you have things you want to say, but we don't have that platform right here. So on Fridays, it's a chance for you to say, hey, I think this would work. I, I have an idea. I want to talk about this. I don't like that Pastor Izzy does this. <laughs> Whatever. XL Plus is for you. And number two, last thing, on the Discord app. Again, I can't, I can't stress this enough. Let's be appropriate. We need to be appropriate on the Discord app. That means some of y'all might need to change your usernames, right? And that's okay. You might need to be changing your username because we see it. It is modded. We have mods that are going to be on it 24-7 and bots. And so, like, we want to keep it appropriate. We want this to be a tool for you to stay engaged, to be seen. And we want to know what's going on in your life. We've got prayer rooms. We've got a daily Bible verse that will remind you. So every day, a Bible verse will show up in that, in that uh, channel. And you can read that scripture. You'll see announcements. You'll see a lot of things. It'll be a lot of fun. But let's keep it rated G on all of our platforms. And it'll be a great time. I love you. I appreciate you. I will see you tomorrow for XL+. Deuces, you're dismissed.